You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Now, folks, it's becoming clearer and clearer that behind the curtain, it, it sure seems that it's it's China that is completely behind the curtain on all of this. Russia right now is weak because of that Ukraine war. Iran, North Korea, they're all kind of long for the ride with China. But right now, the White House saying Iran actively facilitating attacks on U.S. military bases. Where, where is that going to lead us? Um, I, uh, all right, I want to go to, uh, let's get into some sound, starting with Ambassador Nikki Haley talking about Iran. Now, folks, let me be very clear about something. I absolutely agree with those. This is what happens when you have a Biden presidency. He is a Jimmy Carter. Him and Harris, they're weak. The United States, we, we, we need nations to fear us. All right, let's go to this is Ambassador Nikki Haley talking about Iran. They weakened sanctions on Iran, which all that did was allow money to flow to Hamas and Hezbollah. You know, whether it was the hostage money, now we've got American hostages and don't think for a second they're not going to want to have billions of dollars for those hostages as well. And now you're going to have sanctions expire at the UN. And I can tell you, I constantly was telling them the UN never... the. Iran never followed U.N. resolutions, ever. They were always in violation of every U.N. resolution. And that's why the U.S. needs to lead and point out all of these violations. And if the U.N. will not go and put these sanctions in place, it is up to the U.S. to go and put these really strong sanctions in place for Iran. We have to decimate their economy and make sure that they know. We've had a problem since the Obama administration. The Obama administration were Iranian sympathizers from the start. That's why they they got into this Iran nuclear deal. Now we see in the Biden administration, it's Obama 2.0. They continue to be Iranian sympathizers. We can't do that. We have to see Iran for the dangerous um, country that they are. And they are a danger. Hey, no, no doubt about it. You know, I noticed, I don't know, Tucker Carlson has morphed into this Blame America First crowd. Tucker Carlson, I used to play his sound on this program literally almost every day. When did he become part of the, it's always our fault? I'm not going to play much of this, but... Pushing back. Instead, he's like, the party's leaders are encouraging it. We seem to be heading to war with Iran. Certainly, the Biden administration is pushing us in that direction. What's new and interesting and ominous is that very few Republicans, the opposition party, are pushing back. Be- because they have a brain... Biden is leading us to war with Iran, 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 whatever. What? Huh. That's funny. Most Republicans are not. But yeah, because they see the reality of what's happening. We're not going to. Are you what? What? We've been negotiating. We've been trying to do everything possible not to have to go to war with these savages. Look, at this is his way to then try to get Republicans fighting it. What, what is this? What, what is the attitude here from Tucker Carlson? Huh. The Biden administration, what? No, that, that is ludicrous. I repeat, what, what is Israel supposed to do, right? After Pearl, hey, Tucker, after Pearl Harbor the next day, was the United States supposed to go to Japan and say, hold on, let's have a ceasefire here. Let's negotiate a ceasefire. Who is attacking who? Iran is behind Hezbollah. It's these proxy wars. Who's the ones behind Hamas? The Biden administration seems to be pushing us to war with Iran. What? Pushing us to war with Iran? I, I, this, it's, I, I don't know how to describe his attitude. It's, it's a combination of a chafy pacifist, which is you never go to war. And America first, uh, just nationally, head in the sand ostrich, no matter what goes on in the world, we just ignore it and just focus on California to New York. Even if, if you have Chinese and Russian troops at the border of Mexico and Canada, we just continue to ignore it all. Uh, is long, yeah, what do you think ends up happening there? As then they're picking off our, all our allies one by one. It seems the Biden administration wants to go to war with Iran. What? 
That's your take. That's your take. You think we want to go to war with these people. Ludicrous. I can't believe what he has morphed into. Now, it's always our fault. Always our fault. This is the Putin apologist. Tucker Carlson. I guess I'm supposed to not like Putin. What what has happened to this individual? Instead, some of the party's leaders are encouraging it. Here, for example, is Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina from last weekend on NBC. All right, listen. You said this week. Listen, Lindsey Graham takes a very tough approach, okay? That doesn't mean it's everybody. Not everybody's on board with that. He is a very tough approach. So, but this business that we're trying to go to war with them is, is it's laughable. That's not what's going on here. That the only way to keep the war from escalating is to hold Iran accountable. Yes. what you're talking about now. And that it might mean bombing their oil refineries. Good. Have you had any discussions with the Biden administration about this? A, a bit. Here's my message. If Hezbollah, which is a proxy of Iran, launches a massive attack on Israel, I will consider that a threat to the... Um, to to the state of Israel, existential in nature, I will introduce a resolution in the United States Senate to allow military action by the United States Good. in conjunction with Israel to knock Iran out of the oil business. Iran, if you escalate this war, we're coming for you. Good. Are you effectively poised to declare war on Iran? That's very strong language. I, I am poised to use military force to destroy the source of funding for Good. Hamas and Hezbollah. He's right. Now, that's Lindsey Graham. A few others in the Republican Party will be that open about their intentions, but very few disagree with him. Certainly not in private. They agree. So what would war with Iran mean? Well, it's hard to know because virtually no one who's talking about it in public is operating from a deep interest in America's interest. Oh, here we is go. Is this good for us or is it not? America's interest. Let's be very clear about something, Tucker, Mr. Run and Hide. The only thing they understand is force. I don't know how else to explain that. So Mr. Prep School, what was he at? St. George's in Middletown, right, with the bow tie. The only thing they understand is force. I'm sure the toughest guy at St. George's was what? A member like, you know, the hockey team amongst all these elite Wealthy young kids running around. Do you do you understand that? The only thing they understand is force. And so the only thing Iran would understand is that they will be met with force. How That's not that complicated to understand, except unless you're like a Tucker Carlson. Lindsey Graham is 100% right. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. This portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Pop in and see them, whether it's for lunch, nice weather, you can sit outside on the deck, or maybe sit in the dining room, delicious food. Then they also have a great full bar, large dining area, and you're going to love the lounge. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. People rave about their delicious, consistent, great food, and also the great staff. I'll see you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, joining us right now, one of my siblings, opinion maker, columnist, it is uh, Donna Perry. And DJ, let's start off. The squad certainly got uh, quite a bit of press last week and and have been getting um, in light of everything going on with Israel. And so as much as you have... Uh, Elon in uh, Minneapolis, and you have that Rashid Talib in uh, Dearborn, Michigan, and then, of course, AOC in New York. But closer to home, uh, you have the other fourth member of the squad, and that is uh, Representative Presley, who, you know, she's been very outspoken as far as she wants to defund Israel. I mean, I think her yeah. position where she stands has been very clear, but, boy, she's not getting not getting a lot of press or uh, pushback locally on it. No, and and great to be with you, John. You know, I I just think that for some reason, the Boston media, not not every single outlet, but I would say in general, they just do not lay a glove on her. And this is, you know, really, John, national, international moment of crisis. And there she is 
standing there. And actually, these were very pivotal press conferences, right? Where, I mean, this is going across everybody's media. She's shoulder to shoulder with Elon Omar at John at a point where she was not only uh, Omar is lying and she is, you know, grossly mischaracterizing what has gone on here. Um, and she's like dragging Israel through the dirt with with misrepresentations and Presley just standing there and but very much joining in on it. And I just think it's time, uh, you know, that the Boston media, I do not know why she should not be really reported on for what her views are. And I don't see her challenged. I find that um, very frustrating to watch. And I will point something else out. Mind you, this is also in a state where you recently had Auchincloss, who represents arguably maybe the largest area of the state, you know, uh, Newton and around that district, where you have longtime, um, you know, very loyal to Boston, great uh, contributors to their you know, community of of uh, Jewish uh, Americans, John, right here in Massachusetts. And and Auchincloss, he really called out Markey a couple of weeks ago when there was a lot um, being made of this or Markey just said, oh, it's time to de-escalate right away. So I don't understand why um, in this case that she is just allowed to be side by side with them um, and they're being really challenged even at the level of CNN, you know, and and... Um, some of these other interviews. So I, I don't get it. And, and I think she should be called out on where she is on this. And you just wonder, <clears throat> Donna Perry, like Presley, she's just standing there. Like, what what is the point? Why just standing right. there in silence and no one's buying this business of we need a ceasefire and people are being killed in Gaza, that, whether it's the members of the squad or anyone else. It, it's so to me, it's it borders on insulting. They're acting like we didn't see what happened October 7th, while, by the way, we still have hostages right, right. now and in John, Gaza. And well, <clears throat> also, I would add, not only is it that she's not challenged, John, it's also the, the way they are mis, grossly mischaracterizing it. Yep. Um, this is a moment, though, I would add, I think the squad is really bringing bring being brought down quite a few pegs yep. it's time through their statements and and they're yelling about the white house and then she's crying talib is crying and everything but john it's very serious because their point of view does fuel we're seeing the rise of these really strong pro-palestinian marches yes. it's like a movement and we we saw a big one on the boston common around the city sunday um, it's large. It's a lot. It's not just college kids. I would just say it's progressives. It certainly are younger, um, 20 somethings, but they really don't understand the nature of the conflict. Um, and I find it uh, just appalling, whether it's Presley and the rest of them, that they're allowed to what, what you and I know what's going on with a lot of this argument is people are saying, you know, oh, well, they're equal, you know, Israel um, and Hamas, they're always at each other's throats. It's like, no, that is not accurate. Right. When when Israel is, and I think we're about to see it, when they send in their military, they're doing a military versus Hamas's version of their military, John. They do not go in uh, and rape and pillage and kill people, a grandmother's babies, te teenage girls in yeah. their house. Yeah. That is what occurred less than two full weeks ago. So, you know, there is an absolute lie going on and it, I do find it very troubling. These women are serving in Congress and they are not, they, they're not, not informed and I would only want to give them that credit, John. They are really, really pushing a narrative that is simply not true and it's very dangerous because it is fueling the anti-semitism and you see this from you know a lot of um the jewish groups and the advocates they're saying that kind of thinking is very dangerous it is fueling this movement that is so misinformed and donna perry you see like that member of the squad talib she was pushing the narrative that the israelis bombed bombed that hospital killed 500 people yes <laughs> We learned that's not even close. First of all, it hit the parking lot. We believe that they, they believe it came from Hamas. And then you had the woman killed in her district over the course of the weekend. I mean, that's right. That's the danger. Now, again, we don't know whether or not it's connected, but just the fact for an elected member of Congress to stand there 
and blatantly mm-hmm. tell a lie, not not pull it back, jump yep. right out on that. It, yeah. You have people during this time where things are so inflamed that could act on something like that. Right. And I want to say something oh, else, God. if I may, about this whole hospital thing. That, by the way, her... her completely uh, inappropriate and and just not to the fact stuff. John, that was continuing after not only Israel, but I will give Biden's team a little bit of credit here. The U.S. military, the State Department, and his White House, they got out in front of that. And they said Israel can prove to us it was not any of their weaponry, rocket bomb, etc., Um, And and she knew that to leave. And she continues to hold this, you know, messy, hysterical, crying press conference. And it's just not it. Again, it's dangerous the way they're representing this. Um, You know, something else that a lot of people, if they're not informed, this is something Israel has talked about for years, John. These kind of terrorist groups, they have no problem to use their own civilians, even if they're bombed. Right. They do They do this because then they want to get the mobs out in the street, <laughs> frankly, across the Middle East. See, that that's what they do. And then they say, look what Israel just did to a hospital. So um, I thought that was actually a very pivotal moment. I will give that to Biden that they stood strong on that. They didn't, you know, wimp out on it, John. They they could have said, let Israel answer that they say they have the intelligence to prove that it was not one of their weapons. And I thought that was a pivotal moment in the narrative because most of the national media said, you know, this attack on the hospital did not come right. from Israel. But Folks, see, th- this is a tactic they use. <clears throat> Absolutely. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. When it comes to insurance, you need a neighbor, a partner, and friend. You need Chapa Insurance Agency. They're located right on Reservoir Avenue in Cranston. Call today, free consultation, 401-900-INSU. 401-900-4678. Chapa Insurance, SIA. Stephen, very experienced, whether it's auto, home, renters, business insurance, flood, recreational, umbrella, any other protection for your assets, Rhode Island of Massachusetts, Shapa Insurance Agency, your agency of choice. Call today, set up a meeting. They're so knowledgeable, can have everything under one roof. Call Shapa Insurance today, 401 900 I-N-S-U or 401-900-4678. Look for them on Facebook. Again, located Reservoir Avenue in Cranston. Shapa Insurance Agency. Your neighbor, your partner, your friend. One-stop insurance solutions. We're speaking with independent columnist. It's opinion maker Donna Perry. DJ, the battle goes on. Now, it is still fluid. But I'm just curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, Jim Jordan went down in flames, even though, uh, yeah. you know, Steve Scalise went down in flames. <laughs> this is one of those things that, you know, now President Trump is saying he doesn't want to get involved. Well, that's after his candidate went down in flames. They're a long way off from where he was talking about he was going to go in. Yeah. Um, what What is your take on Matt Gates? I, I like the fact that the Republicans are saying we're not going to reward poor behavior those eight eight people they're the ones that have caused this you know i and i am i agree with you i'm very glad to see not not that the way it's going down but i'm glad to see the trajectory of this i think gates is a bomb thrower he's a troublemaker he's and john where is he now so now they really you know he created this he never liked mccarthy went after him okay uh, and I don't blame McCarthy said, I'm not going back into this, no. although that maybe could go a different way. But I think that, you know, this is also a period where they do need to get their act together. I mean, I think there is now a bigger feel. They are lesser known names, but that's OK. I mean, I don't how many people actually know all these members of Congress anyway. So um I, I think that what is troubling for the larger Republican Party and what could lie ahead for 2024, though, J.D., is they, they're showing they are very fractured. They're not able to really reach consensus. 
Um, and I do think, you know, what, what I also think it shows Gates and the extreme wing and the Freedom Caucus, John, they are amateur hour. Yes. Like if, if you're going to pull something uh, like uh, this yep, you better and have a you plan. are, yeah, you better like have this, you, you know, you, the old game in politics is you better know how to count and count votes and you know what you're doing with that. And right. people said like a Nancy Pelosi would never have had this. No, happening. no. Yeah. Now, Donna so, Perry, why do you think uh, President Biden is is managing this so far? Now, they, you know, to their credit, they certainly seem like they have reeled in. He did travel, you know, over to Israel. Um, they seemingly have reeled in Israel, who was ready to, you know, let yeah. hell rain down on Gaza. But, you know, you do have right now that's a huge package of both money for Ukraine, money for Israel. How do you think? biden is handling this um i i do want to to some degree give him a little bit of credit yeah. and i think that he has had really kind of in a real tricky moment or you know obviously he's more advised and shaped by the the aids but i think he's kind of hit the right tone and i think he, he did hit the right tone in tel aviv um i do think it was very symbolically very important that he stood there as an American president. He embraced Netanyahu and he said, like, we, the U.S., remain your top backer and ally. I think that was extremely important. Um, and I will give him that. He did not get squishy about it, John. He, you know, I, I will say we all know that, you know, there's always the missteps and he's, you know, kind of misspeaks a lot. But you know, I think for him, at least, there was that part of the script was well choreographed. Or And then, of course, I think some things happened they hadn't choreographed. Obviously, there was going to be this further, you know, some sort of uh, meeting um, summit that did not happen. Um, and I think what's tricky now is you do have the little bit of the tiptoeing is this going to turn into a wider conflict. Um, and, and JD, I'll give him this. They are sending the, the warships over. They are announcing, you know, some troops that are then trying to not say they're on the ground, but, you know, I think this is sending security troops. So up to now, and what he did last week, I do think in a very unplanned, difficult moment, he's, kind of hit the right tone at least and i think they used his national remarks that you know addressed to the nation i thought they kept it kind of short um you know he they you know they kind of kept it to the basics of what we're seeing unveiled so i think in that way i will give him that i also think they're very concerned though john they're, they're trying to telegraph russia like hey we've not forgotten about ukraine and this is not open blood season for you you know um but I also think that that's kind of tricky. And this is a lot of aid and boots on the ground. Not that we're sending boots on the ground, but John, it's a lot of U.S. weaponry that it I is. think is getting promised uh, to go out at this moment. That's yeah. exactly right. And Donna Perry, two more questions. One, what do you? What is the state? Do you think? Um, let's let's face it. For a very long time, the Democrat Party could count on, in, in many ways, donors, but also the Jewish vote. Uh, right now. Uh, many, many people of Jewish faith do feel betrayed by the Democrat Party. The polling and support for for Israel is is very, very divided. If anything, you know, the progressives are not with him. What What is it just what is your take? And what is I mean, Joe Lieberman was the, yeah. you know, the, the vice presidential candidate. What does it say about the state of of the Democrat Party? Well, I, I think that. Yeah people at the top of the party are very concerned at the turn that this is, has taken where there is a lot being shown where there really almost is this antagonism toward Israel. Um, and that is definitely going to be a problem for the party um, going forward, John. Um, you know, Jewish Americans have been a, a reliable, yep. very hardcore base for the Democratic Party. They've not really, you know, been very, um, you know, cozied up with the Republicans. There right. are, certainly there is, um, you know, a Jewish base for the Republican Party. I don't want to misrepresent that, but that was not historically been. But I do think um, that this moment could create a bit of uh, a real divide 
where you are going to see problems for the Democrats. And, and that's why I think some of the, you know, other uh, colleagues of people like the squad are, are, I would be surprised if you're not showing a lot of distance with that. And they're putting their arm up like, no, I'm, we're not with you. Um, so I, I do think this is going to be a challenging moment. And I just do want to say, I, I do think a lot of the rhetoric is dangerous because it's misrepresenting what really goes on and what Israel is up against. These are hardcore terrorist groups, you know, flat out. Hamas, Hezbollah, they're terrorist groups. Yep. You know, John, they're not countries. No. They're not democracy. No. You know, they have guys running around with, um, you know, the, the rifles and the grenades and trucks. and, and the, But this is what they're up against. And they certainly have weaponry. And Iran has their fingerprints all over this thing. So, Donna Perry, um, and is, yeah, just finally, the, the yep. um, final, geo, well, not final, the next GOP debate is, uh, is coming up. I'm just wondering, the field right now, uh, former Vice President Mike Pence, I, I just, he's not drawing crowds. He, you know, he's not getting money. Uh, Tim Scott had to cut some things. Chris Christie just hasn't taken off. Yeah. You just wonder if, in fact, that they'd maybe start to solidify the field, maybe behind a DeSantis, Nikki Haley. But as of right now, uh, unless something changes, despite all of the legal problems and missteps and everything that continues right now, it still is President Trump's uh, you know, primary to lose. Well, it is remarkable, um, but I would say if I'm Haley and DeSantis, and you're right, that he's, he still draws the numbers, and I think that's a sign that there, again, that word consensus, John, there is not a bigger, bigger enough consensus among a lot of Republicans that none of these other people jump out as the heir apparent. But And he continues, of course, he, he's not going to play any role in making someone his heir apparent, you know. Right. Um, but with the, you know, with the, the legal trouble still, still lurks on the side. And I don't think it's just a sidelight, by the way. And I think other things will come to light. I think Nikki Haley can run very strong right now. She does have the international UN experience. I've said that before. And I think, you know, DeSantis, to break out of the box, he has to stop pretending that he's tiptoeing around, that he's similar to Trump, but he's not. Right. If, if you know, Trump made some really loose, really bad comments. Yeah. Did he call Hamas smart guys and stuff? If I was them at this upcoming debate, someone has to break out. DeSantis has to say, I'm sorry, Hamas is not smart and strategic. They're, you know, they're bloodthirsty killers. Yes. And, you know, they'll chase down children. And we just saw that. You know, I, that's what I would say. Someone like a DeSantis has to break out. He really does. He can't keep playing it safe in this tiptoe. Well, I don't want to lose the Trump people. I think there comes a point where you have to risk that you're going to lose some of the Trump people. And Donna um, Perry, and, finally, yeah. what what about uh, on the co the colleges are getting pushback from some of their big donors for some of the uh, the milk toast statements that they made regarding what happened with Israel? Right, and and I find this absolutely fascinating that you have had and i i give them credit you have these firms saying it's almost like a blacklist and yes. they went after those kids at harvard there were a few kids who are not getting these jobs at a big law firm um and then people thought oh that seems so harsh it's like no it's not you know the, i don't blame a law firm just saying that's a bridge too far if if that's your view we're not hiring you as an associate in this firm uh i think harvard has got a lot of, you know, really, really has a lot of, um, you know, deep thinking to do about their leadership. And you have a president of the of the school right now and really would not back down. Um, and it's very insulting to um, Israel and, um, you know, Jewish Americans. And you had the former president who was uh, Larry Summers. And these people are speaking out now, John. And I, I find this is a very, could be a pivotal moment for Harvard and really test what is going to happen there if, if they can't say there can be things that are gone too far. It's yeah. not just freedom of speech. I mean, right. this is like a direct, uh, you know, going to a direct really enemy of the United States. So, right. you know, I, I just think it's a pivotal time to watch. This is, and I will also say, I don't think any of this wraps up anytime soon. 
that's that's probably an understatement. Folks, again, she is independent columnist, opinion maker. It's Donna Perry. DJ, great job as always, and we'll talk to you again. You got it. Yankee Tree Service. Call them today, 401-439-6028. The tree trimming experts from Lincoln. You can always find them online, yankeetreeservice.com. Tree removal since 2006, 24-7 emergency service available. It's Yankee Tree. Folks, I've dealt with them for years. Tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning. Also, emergency service and bucket truck service. You can depend on Yankee Tree Service. Call them today. Get a free quote, 401-439-6028. And remember, with Yankee Tree Service, they have the licensed arbitrist. They'll come out. And they'll explain which tree maybe you want to get removed, maybe what tree you don't want to get removed. Tree pruning, also one of the best things you can do for your property and for your trees. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today, the tree trimming experts based out of Lincoln. Call them at 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. There is going to be a support for Israel rally, protest, whatever. I, I think rally might be the right word, um, at the Rhode Island State House. Now, I certainly don't think it's going to be what we saw on Saturday, and if you haven't seen that, it is posted on the website, topetro.com. But I want to pick up, there's a uh, Channel 10 story about this. At the State House this weekend. <clears throat> Good evening, I'm Emily Voles in for Patrice. And I'm Dan Janicki. Hundreds of protesters called for the U.S. to stop sending aid to the Jewish state. NBC 10's Gabriel Caracciolo is live in Providence now with the response to that rally. Gabrielle? Yeah, Jewish leaders say that that massive pro-Palestinian rally here at the State House over the weekend was anti-Semitic, and they say they're glad that leaders like Governor Dan McKee and Senator Jack Reed are standing by Israel and the Jewish people. It made my blood boil. Members of the Rhode Island Coalition for Israel say they were devastated to see hundreds of people at this weekend's pro-Palestine rally. That is just Jew hatred. I mean, I, I, I was born a Jew. I'm still a Jew. Uh... I grew up with anti-Semitism, and it's around. There's nothing new here, uh, but it's more it's more vicious than we've seen before. They've especially taken issue with some of their chants and their refusal to condemn Hamas. From the river to the sea, What they're referring to is the Jordan River out to the Mediterranean Sea. That's exactly where Israel is. So it's code word for kill the Jews and destroy Israel. Rally organizers say they wanted to show support for Palestine. Hamas wasn't mentioned by name, and they wouldn't say if they condone their actions. We support the Palestinian struggle for freedom. We support uh, the right of a colonized people to resist against their oppressors. We understand that when people are under attack, they are going to respond with violence. Rally organizers also called on Rhode Island's leaders to stop supporting U.S. aid to Israel. But the majority of elected leaders in the Ocean State have shared their support, including Senator Jack Reed, chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee. We stand here with Israel. We stand in Israel to proclaim our support and our effort to assist them in their great efforts. In a statement responding to the rally, Governor Dan McKee also condemned Hamas and reaffirmed his support for U.S. aid to Israel. Now, the Rhode Island Coalition for Israel is now calling on the Rhode Island Foundation to rescind a grant that went out to DARE earlier this year. DARE is one of the organizations that organized the rally here over the weekend. We've reached out to both DARE and the Rhode Island Foundation for comment, but have not yet heard back. Live in Providence, Gabrielle Caracciolo, NBC 10 News. You know, I am um, so happy. Those are my friends from Rhode Island Coalition for Israel, uh, both Howard and especially in Ken Schneider, and they're exactly right, and I'm so glad they called it out for what it is. But I'll say this about some of the political leaders. It's not enough to just stand there and say, oh, we we stand with Israel. It, it's, <clears throat> folks, it's as I've been saying. 
This was an anti-Semitic rally to show support for Hamas at your Rhode Island State House. And the person that was the MC that you heard the individual, because I don't know if it's a man or a woman. He's he's a man, but he he's transgender, so he dresses as a woman. Keep in mind, someone like that, I, I just wish the reporter had said, you, you realize that transgender is outlawed in the Gaza Strip? Do you realize that you'd be executed if you were in the Gaza Strip? And that's who you support. That's who you support. So I like that Ken Schneider and Howard, where, you know, it makes my blood boil. Because, folks, I have been under attack since Saturday, saying, oh, no, that's not what they were saying. I have video of what they were saying. Oh, no, you're taking it out of context. What, what do you mean taking it out of context? It's their own words. See, they don't like to be called out on it. They didn't think that I was going to follow them on the march. They didn't think that I would live stream it the way I did. <clears throat> and with the weather element, that was certainly a challenge. These people are pathetic that support the Palestinians and Hamas. And it they 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 won't see they 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 think they're so clever that they won't acknowledge that what they're saying is anti-Semitic. That what they're talking about is hatred. Hamas, the Palestinians have one goal. It's death to all the Jews. Period. Full stop, as Cicilline would say. So I want to play those cuts again. And I didn't know that Ken Schneider was there. He was witnessing it in all the chanting and they're reaffirming what i have been saying which is from the river to the sea we're going to eradicate there'll be no jews in israel from the river we're going to push them in we're going to drown them in the mediterranean sea stopping at the jewish businesses spitting in the doorstep and then the whole element of hey hey ho ho all the jews have got to go what do you call that and there's a providence councilman sanchez he's right there marching with them folks what do you want to tolerate i want to go back to there was a very good piece by channel 10 all right it got it got thrown off a little bit folks but my point is <clears throat> i don't know what's going to happen i don't think it's just the nature of it i don't think they're going to have a huge turnout to show support for Israel. I think it would be interesting if politicians would show up to show their support, but I don't think they will. Uh, people like Governor McKee, they'll they'll stand that Monday, right, at the wherever they had that gathering. They'll do that. Gabe Bamo won't support this group in public. They'll do, go and do the necessary initial element of support. But when the rubber meets the road, that is the Democrat Party. That's also the part. You can't, you can't escape that. Those, those were not Republicans marching, supporting Hamas. That's the Rhode Island Democrat Party. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. AJ, drywall, plaster, home improvement, Call them today for a free quote. You can also find them on Facebook, 401-323-9252. 323-9252. AJ, drywall, plasters, home improvement, frame to finish basements. What a difference it'll make in your basement. Acoustic ceilings. Look how beautiful your ceiling could be. New homes, additions. Also, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling. Contact them today. It's a family-run business. AJ Drywall Plaster Home Improvements. Call for a free quote. What a difference they'll make in your home, your ceilings, floors, basements. 401-323-9252. What a difference. Beautiful walls and ceilings. 401-323-9252. You can also find them on Facebook. It's AJ Drywall Plaster and home improvements for your home or business. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. George W. Bush, President Bush 43. I was always a fan. All right, maybe Iraq wasn't the best idea, but he kept us safe after September 11th. So he was uh, doing some kind of a interview, I think out in the West Coast. 
And obviously, with everything going on, they asked him about the situation in Israel. And I, I just, you know, I just um, listen to his take on it. I'll just hear it. On, on American Here we soil. Go. I wonder what, what were your thoughts when you heard that Israel was attacked by Hamas over the weekend? Uh, my thoughts were that uh, we need to support Israel. No ands, ifs, or buts. This is an unprovoked attack by terrorist people willing to kill innocent people to achieve uh, an objective. Uh, Hamas is a political organization. They do not reflect the majority of the Palestinians. And, uh, and don't be surprised if Israel takes whatever actions necessary to defend herself. Uh, and it's going to be ugly for a while. But uh, it's tough. It's tough. And I hope and pretty confident the United States will stand squarely with Israel. You know, going in the neighborhoods of Gaza is going to be tough. And, you know, he's got a he's got a very seasoned military, but they just called up 300,000 reservists, most of them probably can't fire a rifle. And to the extent they'd be put in harm's way, it's going to be awfully difficult on the prime minister. But he's got to do what he's got to do. I mean, these uh, you're dealing with cold blooded killers. And you can make all kinds of excuses why they are, but they are. And his job is to protect this, protect this country. And uh, anyway, we'll find out what he's made out of. Among the countries on the axis of evil that you defined during your presidency was Iran. To what extent is Iran responsible for? The- oh, I, I don't know. I don't have. I don't get the intelligence anymore. Their stated objective is the destruction of Israel. That's what the leaders say. And in this world, you got to take what they say seriously. And, uh, and uh, Iran's been pretty good at using surrogate uh, terrorist groups, Hezbollah being the key one, of course. And therefore, the idea of using somebody else to achieve their objective doesn't surprise me. Uh, and uh, again, I'm, I'm kind of a hardliner on all this stuff, uh, but I, I never thought we should try to accommodate Iran any way, shape, or form. I always felt the objective ought to be to prevent them from getting a nuclear weapon, to prevent a a cataclysmic event in the Middle East. And these are the kind of people that if you show softness, they will take advantage of it. And then we'll see, Benjamin, the United States needs to stand squarely with the president, uh, with uh, Netanyahu. And the administration started off on the right foot, it seems to me. Pretty bold statement, and that's good. And he's going to take some heat, you know, both parties have got isolationist tendencies, and uh, you know we shouldn't get involved. You know who cares? Well, we should. We should care. And what does the immediate future look like for Israel, in your view? Uh, immediate future doesn't look very bright, <laughs> uh, particularly if you're on the Hamas side. But uh, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be chaotic, and it's going to be look. It's a democracy, and in a democracy, the people's voices matter. And there's going to be a weariness. You watch. The world's going to be, okay, let's negotiate. You know, Israel's got to negotiate. They're not going to negotiate. These people have played their cards. They want to kill as many Israelis as they can. And negotiating with killers is not an option for the elected government of Israel. And so we're just going to have to remain steadfast. But it's not going to take long. For that's gone on too long. Surely there's a way to settle this through negotiations. Both sides are guilty. My view is one side is guilty, and it's not Israel. He is 100% right. Folks, it's so good to hear him. It's so good to hear someone speak clearly. As I said, I was wildly disappointed, President Trump complimenting Hamas, and he spent the next 24 hours trying to clean up for himself. I mean, it's just moronic. That is President Bush, no notes, from the gut, this is where I stand. Makes it very easy to understand. That's why I always liked him. It was good to hear from him. You know, he took a real beating in his second term. <clears throat> and then he's also forged this, um, you know, nice, cordial uh, friendship with Michelle Obama. The Bushes are friendly with the Obamas, and especially it's because he's friendly with Michelle Obama. But it's so refreshing to hear someone with a backbone, someone that just comes right out. I like even says, hey, listen, I'm a hardliner. <laughs> it's going to get rough. And he's right. The people, well, you know, it's going on long enough. 
And they got to negotiate. They got to. Neg- There's nothing to negotiate. He's exactly right. They played their cards. I totally frown these people. You know, enough at the end of the violence. End of what do you mean end of the violence? Like I've said, that's like calling for a ceasefire the day after Pearl Harbor. Wrongo. No, no, no. Does not that easy? No, no, no. You struck first, unprovoked, and now they're gonna strike, and it's gonna be much harder than the strike that that they put forward. I guarantee you, they're not gonna do barbaric things. But you see people out there. You know, there must be a path to peace. And this is going on like he's exactly right. You can already hear it, especially with the Democrat Party. And there are some isolationists on the Republican side. I can name them for you. I, at, at times, I, I get very frustrated with some of the comments of President Trump. Either he's saying it or someone's feeding it to him. But who are the isolationists? Uh, Tucker Carlson, Candace Owens, um, and then you have like um, some of these people with the Daily Wire. Oh, we don't want to get dragged into this. Oh, no, the neocons, here they go. You know, they, they start that whole thing. What, 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 what do you think Israel is supposed to do? We, we show support. I, I'm not talking about boots on the ground. But this, this ostrich head in the sand isolation, that's, that's not the United States. That's not our role in the world. And that's not how you behave when an ally of yours has just been a, the most gruesome attack since the Holocaust. I think George W. Bush sounded great. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Do you need a good plumber? I found the best plumber, JMB Plumbing. Call them today, all your plumbing needs, 401 743-9153 JMB Plumbing They've been providing plumbing services for years Skilled professionals stand behind their work Guarantee you will be happy Maybe it's repairing damaged water pipes Repair clogged pipelines Maybe replace a, a water heater As well as all your plumbing needs Call them now It's JMB Plumbing 401 743 9153. Nothing throws off your life or your home or your business. When you need plumbing service, you need someone reliable, someone who's professional, someone who'll handle the job and do it right. It's JMB Plumbing. Call them today, 401 743 9153. JMB Plumbing. And look for them on Facebook. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. So Brian Coach Grasso, or on leave, I think he's going to be the former coach, basketball coach, Jared Grasso is doing court on that hit and run. Folks, I have the police, North Smithfield police. Again, I want to echo, I have so much respect for that officer. He kept his cool. If anything, he <clears throat> maybe, maybe, I think if he had to do it all over again, maybe wouldn't have let it go on as long as it did he was going along with it but so the coach bryant grasso is doing court i want to just the timeline is important he was placed on leave by bryant a lot of rumors of why but we're going to leave it right now at that uh and then he was involved with this hit and run and the police respond to his home and he says yes i was driving that vehicle and then he just goes off on this maniac ramble. And the wife's coming out. Now he's saying, well, I'm going to work out and then we'll go to lunch. Uh, but I got to deal with this guy right now. That was, um, he's talking a mile a minute. He's wiping his nose. Um, <clears throat> definitely some clues there for people. Uh, talking very, very quickly, very confident of himself, even though he shouldn't have been confident of himself. He's trying to play the police officer. He's not sure how to play the police officer. You want to shoot jumpers? You play ball? You know who I am? It's got really bad... I mean, the guy, I still can't get past it. He, he was. I don't know how much longer he's going to be the, the, um, the basketball coach at Bryant. I don't think he's coming back as the basketball coach at Bryant. And based on some of his, um, just his behavior, we don't even know 
what exactly is happening necessarily behind the scenes, but in other words, something caused them to place him on leave. Um, so now they didn't they didn't fire him, but there's definitely something odd about the uh, about Jared Grasso. Now, as I've said, folks, I mean, there's a part of that, that that's too bad because. The guy did a, a really good job with the program. <clears throat> I don't know what's happened since then. He seems to have spent a lot of time at Blackie's. Um, he, um, I, there's, I, I'm sure Bryant, Bryant University, they, they certainly didn't want to be involved with something like this that they're involved with right now. Uh, that, you know, I mean, I'm sure that much we know. But this is where they are, and there's just no way to to kind of get around this. This is, um, he has gotten himself into something. But that, that video, that body cam video of him with the North Smithfield police at his home, he's acting very, very erratically. And like I said, uh, talking a mile a minute, then goes into the home, then is talking with his attorney in the home, then comes out, and then completely changes the story. So I don't know if we're ever going to fully learn what was going on. By the way, this hit and run has nothing to do with him being on leave at Bryant. That happened before that, but uh, Jared Grasso will get a little more camera time today. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. This portion of the program is brought to you by The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Pop in and see them, whether it's for lunch, nice weather, you can sit outside on the deck, or maybe sit in the dining room, delicious food. Then they also have a great full bar, large dining area, and you're going to love the lounge. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. People rave about their delicious, consistent, great food and also the great staff. I'll see you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. J. Perry Paving, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Call today for a free estimate serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, 401 401- 732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. Why don't you get your driveway paved? Maybe your parking lot. J. Perry Paving, licensed and insured, contracted company, committed to meeting their clients' needs, no matter how big, how small. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project, just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. What a difference it'll make for your home for your business with J. Perry Paving. Call them today. Free quote 401 732 1730. 401 732 1730. Look for them on Facebook. They're also online. And remember, no one is better with veterans than J. Perry Paving. If you're a veteran or related to one, they have a special package designed for you. It'll be the most cost-efficient way to get your driveway paved or your business. J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. 